This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. Welcome to the Ipswich Community Youth Service Layback Hour. My name's Andrew. I'm your host today, so thanks for listening in. Um, we are here from the Ipswich Community Youth Service Get Set for Work program and the Care to Work project, both of which are funded by the Queensland Government under the Skilling Queenslanders for Work initiative. So uh, thanks to the uh, QLD Government for this. Um, up shortly, we have uh, Sharon Meredith from Interact Australia. So listen in to see how Sharon and her team can support you, a friend, even a relative around uh, employment. Uh, with over 25 years of experience, Interact worked to promote social inclusion, health and wellbeing by empowering people to achieve their full potential. Hey, Sharon. Hey, Andrew. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Thanks for taking the time to uh, come on board today. I know you've got a busy schedule. No, no problem at all. Pleasure. Beautiful. You don't mind if we throw a few uh, questions your way, Sharon? No, go for it. Okay. Uh, can you give our listeners a bit of background about your career, Sharon? Yeah, so I started my career in retail. I was a uh, checkout chick at Coles. Um, I then went on and I worked as a nanny and worked in childcare. Um, I've also managed um, supported accommodation houses for individuals living with a disability. And uh, then I moved into employment services. Um, and I've worked across both mainstream employment services and DES, which is disability employment services, and sort of worked in that space for around 20 years. Okay, so you, you've done a lot in your uh, career. <laughs> a few different things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, lady of uh, many talents. Um, what is your current role with uh, Interact? Uh, what does that entail? Yeah, so my current role, it's called a PPL or Performance and Partnership Leader for the Ipswich region for our DES contract. So basically I'm a regional manager for Ipswich area and um, I, I guess it involves supporting our clients and my staff. Um, and we assist individuals living with, the dis living with disability um, to secure and maintain employment in the open job market. Beautiful and there's a big need for that, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, how long have you been in the role? Uh, are you enjoying it so far? Yeah, so I've been with Interact Australia for just over five years since the start of the current DES contract. Yeah. Um, I find the role both really challenging at times and extremely rewarding. I really love to see the way that um, when a person gets a job, how it really does change their life, and um, I find that really rewarding. But it can be a long road for some people to get to that point, um, helping them address their unique challenges and their experience to get them job ready. Yeah, for sure, yeah. But, uh, you know, all the dealings that we've had with your um, or your office, so yourself and your staff, uh, it's been extremely positive. And I know our um, clients who have uh, linked in with you um, appreciate all you do for them. So good work. No, good to hear. Um, what's your main focus of Interact Australia? Oh, so Interact Australia... Um is a um, two-sided business, I suppose you'd sort of say. So we've got the side of the business that I work in, which is DES, the Disability Employment Services, and then we've got our community services. So DES, obviously, it's about helping people get job ready, get a job and maintain that job. And our community services provide a number of support services for, for people living with disability, and they deliver under a number of funding streams, including the you know, one that most people would know about, which is the NDIS. Yeah. Um, 
I guess we're unique in that we um, have probably a little bit of a diverse focus, but we work really effectively together. So our community services side of the business will often refer clients over to us who identify that they want to... Um, you know, start looking for work and coercively we actually um, have um, a lot of clients on our case side who actually are themselves living with a disability and would really love to get into that space of being a support worker and we can refer them over to our community services and um, get them into those um, opportunities for support work. And we've had a lot of job seekers who've actually transitioned into our own organisation as support workers and been highly successful. Yeah, no, that's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, like you said, it's good when you can work collaborative uh, with other sort of services within your own sort of um, organisation or service, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. How uh, long has Interact um, been established for, Sharon? Uh, so they've been around for over 30 years, so founded in about 1991. Um, and so they started off predominantly um, in the space of Victoria as the Kew Cottages Special School, and they've really grown over the years. You know, they've um, offered lots of different services, art therapy, men's sheds. They've been a registered training organisation, supported, um, had supported employment services, and um, now they actually operate in um, all across Australia and Victoria, Queensland, New South Wales, Tasmania, South Australia, and the NT. Yeah, right. Well, cover huge areas. Yeah. Yeah, great stuff. Um, how can Interact uh, help potential employees with job matching? Um, so I think what we do is we we find that while most of our clients want to work, they really struggle to find jobs that are right for them. Um, many people living with disability find that they can't be competitive um, in the job market. And even though they might have really good skills and good knowledge, they just don't seem to be able to secure employment without a service like ours. So we support them through our local connections to businesses and we also market them directly to employers and um, and identify the types of roles that they're looking for and the types of roles that employers have available that might suit them. Yeah, no, that's perfect. That's amazing stuff. Um, how best can Interact support employees prior to employment and then once they get into employment? So when we start working with the job seekers, we actually identify with them what are their barriers to employment. So it can be um, a, a range of issues. It can be, you know, they may have some unaddressed mental health issues. So we start to talk to them about how they're actually going to address that and seek some professional support um, to address those issues. Um, it might be someone that's got really low literacy and so therefore they've been unable to secure, say, a driver's licence, so they're a bit bound by not having a transport um, or they mightn't just be able to afford to actually um, get driving lessons and things. It's really so diverse. It's very much based on what the job seekers' barriers are yeah. and then actually helping them address those so that they can become job ready. Yep, no, beautiful. That's great. What do you look for in potential employees for your employers? So we work really hard with um, both employers and job seekers to find the best match to their skills 
their knowledge and what their availability is. So some of our job seekers might have a assessed work capacity of maybe eight or 15 hours a week. So if we go and see an employer and we know that they only want people full-time 38 hours a week, that's probably not going to be the best job match. So yep. we can suggest lots of things to the employer, maybe considering something that we call job carving, which is where we identify you know, two or three clients who are interested in the same types of roles, but they maybe can't work full-time. And yep. talk to them about the flexibility to be able to sort of, you know, put two or three people into that role to cover it, gives them more flexibility. Um, when people go on leave and things like that, they can slightly increase the other people in those roles um, to actually then build their um, capacity to work higher hours. Yeah, no, that's great, actually. That's a good way of doing that, actually. So, yeah, do you find many employers um, do jump on board with that? Yeah, we find that's actually a really successful way and it's it's sort of less daunting for the um, job seekers as well because they know that while they might only be able to work a small amount of hours now, they want to be able to build that up and they can see that that gives them the capacity to build those hours. Yeah, no, fantastic. That's great. How best can Interact support its employees during the recruitment process? So we try to help um, the employers see the number of benefits that there are um, to employing people with a disability in their business. Um, it's estimated that in Australia at the moment that about one in six people identify as living with a disability. And so these are the people that... Um, we are supporting and the reality is that for most of us we actually know we may live with or we may interact with many people throughout the day that actually have a disability and so um, what we try to do is look at the information that's out there there's numerous studies out there that identify that people who have a disability are generally more productive and loyal in the workplace they're much less likely to take sick leave and much less likely to suffer a workplace injury so the evidence is clear right there that they're a good fit for most businesses. Um, but sometimes people have preconceived ideas about what it means to have a disability and to live with a disability. But we know that by including people with disabilities in the workplace that co-workers um, appreciate the inclusive environment of a workplace. Um, our customers, suppliers and the general community are much more likely to shop in our stores buy our products, use our services, and this is all because they see us in, as an inclusive business, business that supports people with disabilities to get back into work. So helping um, employers understand that and seeing the benefits helps them make that decision easy. Yeah, for sure, and I am one of those shoppers as well. I love uh, seeing people, um, you know, with challenges or barriers working in those sort of environments. Uh, you know, it makes me sort of want to return to the... Um, that shop or business as well. So, yeah, I totally yeah. understand. Um, what are the benefits for employers of using Interact when looking for staff? So I guess the um, main benefit is that there's no cost to them. So our service is free to employers and we actually will go out and seek candidates that fit the profile of what the, they're looking for in, you know, whatever position it is that they're actually trying to fill. And we can provide them with um, a wide range of other supports. So ongoing support for that person while they're actually training, um, other supports to um, help their staff understand what that person's needs are and if they've got additional 
school needs and how to help them meet that. There's things such as wage subsidies, but we can support people ongoingly um, long past a period of what would be considered, you know, the um, the period of what we call a claim. So we track people for 12 months in employment. But then we've got clients that have been with our service for five and a half years and still with the same employer, and we're still continuing to support them. And I don't think that um, there's much out there like that for employers that gives them that backup to support someone once they've been placed into employment. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, clients with five and a half years support from you, that's that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you did touch base on it just then, the financial incentives for employers. Do they sort yeah, of vary much? Yeah, there's a lot of different ones. There's both state government wage subsidies and federal government wage subsidies as well. We can also provide small um, wage subsidies off our bottom line as well just to support that person and support the employer um, to get that person started because sometimes it does take a little bit more time for that person to get up to speed. We can provide um, uh, on-the-job support. We can also provide um, training assistance and licensing assistance prior to the person getting into work. We can provide them with things such as PPE and um, also um, transport assistance. So when they start, you know, they've got all that support in place already and much more likely to be successful. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, Do you support the employer as well as the employees once employment has commenced? Yeah, we certainly do. So we are able to provide support for both the employer and um, with things such as if the person needs special equipment or workplace modifications, if if they require that, um, we support them with some training and supportive practices to ensure that they're able to accommodate that individual's needs, um, particularly in the initial period of their employment. But throughout that period of employment, if um, things happen, we're there to advocate on behalf of the um, client as well, support them if they have meetings with employers and they have difficulty with communication. Um, There's also a program that's available um, through um, Disability Employment Services called Work Assist and I'm sure most employers may not have ever heard of this but what it is is a program designed to support people who are currently working and as long as they're working a minimum eight hours and have been consistently over the previous six weeks then we can actually come in, sign them up as a client. If something is impacting them, maybe it's they're having a mental health crisis, maybe life's just got on top of them, maybe they've had an injury and something in the workplace has exacerbated that, maybe they're just having difficulty with their co-worker relationships or their um, direct supervisor relationships and we can support them through that and the whole premise of the program is to actually maintain their employment so um, employers don't need to worry that we're going to come in and sign them up and try and get them another job, it's about them maintaining that job and it's an amazing program program that really does see people whose jobs were really at risk being able to maintain that employment and go on and continue in employment. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, for one, sort of hadn't heard of that either, Sharon. So um, that that's great for me to know. And, yeah, you know, I can speak to my clients and um, other co-workers and let them know as well. So thank you. Yeah. Um, you did, again, touch on this little question as well. Is there any cost or outlay to a potential employer? <laughs> no. So our cost is no cost to yep. the employer or the job seeker that wants to use our service. We're fully funded through a federal government um, scheme, which is a DES contract sort of thing, and there's um, no cost to them at all. Okay, that is even 
Better, isn't it, Russell? Yes, he's shaking his head. He agrees. Um, how best can potential employees or employers contact you for further information? Yeah, so our phone number is 1300 Futures, which is 1300 388873. And if they just ask to be put through to Ipswich, they'll probably be put through to me. Yep. Or they can pop in and see us. We're at um, the corner of Limestone and East Street in Ipswich in Nolan Plaza, um, in the same building as Articulate Framing that many people I hear of and know of. Yep. Um, and then at um, Goodner, we're at Unit 3, Number 3, William Street, and we're across the road from McDonald's and across the road from Sensleep, right on the corner, and we're pretty easy to find. And people are welcome to just pop in and ask questions and, and see how we can actually help them, whether they're looking for staff or whether they're looking for a job. That is great. The information that you have passed on uh, today around Interact uh, and what you do for the community and your clients is uh, awesome. So thank you so much for that. No uh, listeners, we've been speaking to Sharon from Interact Australia out in Ipswich. Um, she's given us the information about her service and the wonderful work they do in Ipswich and surrounding areas. So now we're going to ask Sharon some get-to-know-you questions. All good, Sharon? Yep, all good. Righto, beautiful. What's your favourite way to spend a day off if you do get one? Yeah, look, I, I'm pretty boring, really. I like gardening. I've got chickens and ducks, and I like spending time with them. I'm a bit of a DIYer sort of thing, like okay. doing some little building projects around the house. Oh, very handy lady. Jeez. <laughs> you sound like my wife. I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> I pay someone to do that stuff for me. Um, what type of music are you into, Sharon? I'm a bit old school, Andrew. I'm like 70s, 80s sort of style, bit, bit of an old rocker. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's great stuff. I like that and I love me country, so, yeah, that's all good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the best vacation you have ever took and why? Um, so my husband and I have been to Fiji about seven times. We oh, really yeah. love Fiji, the laid-back lifestyle. And a couple of years ago we went to Fiji and took my older sister and we spent Christmas there and it was just amazing, relaxed Christmas, not like the stressful Christmases we have at home. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, one of my favourite destinations, Fiji. Yeah, I went there this year for the first time ever and I loved it. It was, yeah, a great place. It's yeah. magic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Uh, where's the next place on your travel bucket list and why? Oh, so definitely my next one is Tassie. So I've never been, but my husband went this year because yep. his brother lives in Tassie. And uh, so we're planning a trip to Tasmania next year and I can't wait. Yeah, my daughter and her fiancé just come back in August from there and they absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be very beautiful. Yeah, so. no. Oh, good stuff. Um, okay, you did sort of mention roughly your hobbies. Um, how did you get into them? Like your little hobby farm by the sounds of it. Yeah, so we've got a bit of an acreage sort of thing. We live out in Lockyer Valley and uh, I love just pottering around the yard sort of thing. I'm a bit of a um, a bit of a master chef tragic sort of thing, you know. Yep. So as well I love, you know, making um, tomato relish and lemon butter, all the old school stuff and I've been... Uh, Boring all my staff witless. Well, no, actually, probably not boring them witless. I'm probably giving them diabetes because I've been <laughs> practicing my Christmas recipes on them. So I've been making White Christmas and Rocky Road and, oh. you know, all those sort of yummy, naughty things to practice my Christmas recipes on them. <laughs> mm. I think ICYS might have to employ you by the sounds of that. <laughs> 
what's your most uh, or what's your favourite thing about your current job? I think just getting to see people be successful and achieve their goals. So mostly for most people that's around independence and getting a job and it just actually makes you feel really good and, you know, when there's that tough side of work sometimes, you know, we all have that, it um, it makes you, gives you that lift and I often sort of, you know, dwell on some of those successes to sort of get me through those tough days. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure, yeah, totally agree with that. What annoys you the most? Oh, traffic. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's getting worse and worse. Highway, and so it drives me crazy some mornings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree with that. I go Springfield Ipswich, and that kills me. Um, <laughs> what's the career ho- highlight you're most proud of? I think um, if I can share a quick good news story, um, quite a few years ago, I was working in employment services for another provider, and I just had one of those days. Maybe I'd had a, you know, one of those days. That just gets you down and I thought oh, there's got to be an easier way to make a living than this type of thing and I'd stopped in at a chemist to um, pick up some stuff and this woman came out behind the counter and said to me do you remember me and I sort of vaguely recognised her but I couldn't place who she was and she said to me oh I'm so and so's mum and she said her son's name and she said do you remember him and I straight away knew who she was talking about and I said yeah he, we got him into security work how's he doing and she said amazing she said you changed his life and it was one of those goosebump moments yep and um i remember he really wanted to do security work and he had a disability and i talked my boss in to letting us pay for him to do this security course and then while he was working because all he wanted to do was money transfers oh okay he had to actually have their um, firearms licence. And so while he was working, I, you know, I sweet-talked my boss into letting us pay for this because that's all he wanted to do and the employer said they'd give him a job in that. And um, and so he, he passed it. He needed a lot of support, but he got past it yep. and got a, a job doing money transfer, all he ever wanted to do. And she said to me, you know what? He's still with the same company. She said he moved out of home, bought a car, got a licence, bought his own unit down the Gold Coast, still with the same company, um, just um, eligible for long service leave, and she said he loves it. She said, I never thought you would get him a job, and she said, and I never thought he'd be able to live independently. Wow. And she said he changed his life. Well, that is one big career hell ride, isn't it? And it just was amazing and I went home that day and thought, you know what, maybe I need to change companies but I need to stay in the industry because you do change people's lives. Yeah, for sure, yep, yep. Great work, Sharon, that's fantastic. Um, Next question or second last one, would you rather make more money doing a job you hate or less doing one you love? Oh, you've got to do something you love. Money yes. isn't everything. Um, if I won lotto, I might retire and travel around Australia like a bit of a grey nomad. But, oh, yeah, um, yep. Right now, I think you've got to do something you love. Life's too short. Yep, I agree totally. Okay, our big final question from producer Russell. Here we go. Marvel or DC and why? <laughs> oh, I have to say Marvel, but it's really by default 
because my hubby is a huge Marvel fan. Uh-huh. He's one of those tragics that, you know, Googles all the things from how everything internet connects and then he tells me all about them, you know, how it all fits together and drags me to all the movies. So oh. I have to say Marvel. Thank uh, you for him. There you go. Producer Russell's giving you the head uh, nod and also the big thumbs up. So yeah, <laughs> I'd say him and your husband would get along well. <laughs> um, Sharon, I just want to say thank you for uh, taking the time to come on today. I know you're busy um, and you rush from one uh, place to another to speak to us. So thank you so much. Continue doing the great work that you do out in Ipswich and, uh, yeah, we'll catch up shortly. No worries. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Russell. Yeah, great stuff. Thank you, Sharon. Um, That was great um, having that discussion with uh, Sharon and the great work they do out there. So thanks again, Sharon. Um, Listeners, as previously mentioned on our recent show, ICYS have a number of courses that are starting next month. So if you know of someone who is keen and wanting to start a course, contact us ASAP. Um, TAFE Queensland uh, is an adult learning facility where people tend to flourish. Uh, We get terrific outcomes working for TAFE Queensland. Um, So, yeah, if you do have any any people or you know of any families, friends or anything like that interested in these next two courses, Cert 2 in Cookery, so that's for 15 to 19-year-olds at Bundamba TAFE. We only have a maximum of 15 students in a class. There's no homework and no cost to participants. Um, so, yeah, that's a great course and great outcomes. Cert uh, 2 Community Services Early Child Care at Springfield TAFE. Um, it's for 17 to 28-year-olds looking for a career change, left school, unsure what to do but wanting to get back into the workforce. Uh, this one's for you. Both courses are 10 weeks, three days per week, both are free or no cost to participants. Um, Don't miss out on this opportunity as both courses have qualified teachers and brilliant ICYS support workers at all times. So jump on because this will start in Term 4, the 3rd of October for Cert 2 Cookery and the 4th of October for the Community Services Early Child Care. Uh, so that's uh, all we have sort of time for today. Um, again, a big thanks out to um, Sharon from Interact Australia. Um, no doubt they'll continue doing the great work they do out um, and about in the Ipswich community and surrounding areas. Uh, as per usual, big thanks to producer Russell, his uh, management and the team here at USQ Springfield. Um, as always, very grateful for your continued support, um, not only to us, but our young people. So thanks, guys. Uh, that's all we have time for today on the ICYS Layback Hour. Be kind, be safe, goodbye.